So I'm back. It's been a while. So much has been happening to me. First and foremost, Manishine blessed me with a theme song, which is amazing. Absolute amazeballs. Thank you, Sinead Morant. Thank you for blessing my life with you and blessing my life with a soundtrack girl i got a soundtrack what but um so so much has been going on uh i've been very quiet about my life and part of the part of the issue is the fact that i've been quiet about my life because in reality i um i realized that i don't really talk as loquacious as I am, as much as I do speak, I don't really talk and I don't talk about my life. I don't talk about what's going on with me. And when people try to do check-ins with me, I'm not truly checking in. I tell people I'm okay. And that's really a facade because I've always been the person to just get over things. Even though I'm not getting over them, I'm working through things and I don't speak on it. So I tell people what I want to know because it's just been my life. I've been so quiet. I was taught to be quiet. I was taught to shut up. I was taught that no one needed or wanted to hear me. So part of me doing this podcast is me unlearning many of the learned lessons. And because it took so many years for me to learn those lessons, it is taking me some time to unlearn the lessons. So I thank everyone on this journey with me because this is a journey of self-discovery. This is a journey of healing. This is a journey of nurturing my inner self. One of my cousins and um, I'm going to call her out. My cousin Danielle said to me something so poignant because she said, I, I've, I've got to do self-care. That is my goal. She said that is what she's focused on, self-care. And so um, she, she doesn't know how that, that hit me when we had our conversation earlier, that I've got to focus on me kind of vibe. I am so feeling that. So I thank Danielle just um, for candid conversation and, and for where she's at in her life and where God has placed her in her life because that is what I needed to hear in order to help me heal from some of the things that I'm healing from. And the, um, the amazing, amazing thing. Oh, shoot. Do you know I just found a dig on dead spider on my floor? Get out of town. Yuck. I'm glad it's dead. Shoot, you little bum. And it's a big old spider too. But um <laughs> dead spider aside. Um the crazy, crazy thing that I've been going through, one of the uh things I've been very quiet about is I was actually I had to go to the emergency room a few weeks ago. And oh, it's a scary spider. Ew, it's all hairy and such. It's going in the toilet. Goodbye, dead spider. I'm glad it didn't fall in my mouth while I was sleeping, because that's horrible. The, um, there are statistics on how many spiders a, 
a person eats while they're sleeping. Yeah, I'm, I'm a ball of useless facts. Nevertheless, um, I had to be rushed to the emergency room a few weeks ago, and because of that, um, they had prepped me for emergency surgery and grateful that I did not have emergency surgery. However, I do need to have surgery uh, in order to alleviate some pain that I've been feeling. That's actually not part of today's conversation. Today's conversation is um, based on some other things. This is something that I had been working on. Uh, today's conversation is, uh, you don't know my name. You don't know my name. And I, I, I say that because... We think we know someone, we, we think we know what someone's story is, and we don't know the half of it. So um, I had a, a, a very candid email that I sent to my brother, one of my brothers. Um, I didn't send the email to my other brother because he's not in a place to receive some of the things that I said to my my one brother, um, I thank God for both of my brothers. I love them both dearly. And um, I truly, truly do not know what I would do without both of my brothers. Uh, they're both jerks. I said that on an earlier podcast. Both of my brothers are jerks. That's just who they are and how they are because... Um, as I told my older brother a few weeks ago, he's just like my dad. My dad is um, a big old jerk. Um, and I, I say that laughing, but it's not a joke. He knows that he's a jerk. That's just who he is. Um, and and I, I, I hesitate to say the problem is we all are on a journey, some of us are on a journey of self-discovery, some of us on a journey of healing, and some of us are on a journey that is just a cycle. We don't know that we're going in a cycle because it's just where we've always been. And it's funny because I segued to the fact that I had a conversation with one of my cousins a few minutes ago, and she said to me, you, you have to stop living the way you're living. And I literally said out of my, out of my mouth, that's what I've always done. I, I just know to do what I've done. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. I always end up making it work for me. I always end up winning, always. I fall and I fall hard, but I always end up winning because that's who I've always been. So... I didn't know I could do it a different way. You teach me, you, you, you help me to learn that there's a different way. I don't have to do the same things I did to win. I can win in a different way. My end game is just to win though. I'm going to win. That's who I've been. That's who I am. So um, all of that to segue back, my um, brother was sent this very candid email because I said to him, I, um, and I'm not boasting about it. I, it's very shameful, actually. I curse my brother out. And when I say I curse my brother out, I curse my brother out. 
And um, many people who know me would be surprised. Some would not. <laughs> but many people would be surprised because I don't curse. And a lot of people don't realize that about me until they until someone points it out or until I say something about it. And it's like, oh, shoot, you know, we're not used to Sam cursing. Yeah, I don't. I don't curse. I made the conscious decision to not curse. Um, honestly, I was 28 years old, thereabouts. And um, what happened living with my parents, um, my younger brother at the time was 18 and he pissed me off so, so badly. And I tried my absolute best to stay pretty even killed. And he pissed me off so badly that I went into his room, yelled and screamed and cursed at him and took my right hand. No, I took my left hand and I lunged at him and I grabbed him by the throat. And with my right hand, I pulled back because I'm a righty. So with my left hand, I, I, I grasped his throat with my left hand. And with my right hand, I was about to punch him in the face because I'm that person. <laughs> That's something people think I joke about. And I, I, I say things in jest, but I've got these hands. <laughs> And, and I lunged at him and I did not punch him in the face because my mother appeared like Dracula. That's one of my favorite stories. My mother appeared like Dracula. One minute, I don't know where she was. I think she was in, her, in the kitchen or something. She was far away though, I promise. And the next minute she was standing in between us. And <laughs> telling you, let him go, Sam. <laughs> but I promise you, I, it was about to be O-N on because I remember distinctly saying to my brother, I'm not one of your little friends. I'm your sister and I'm 10 years older than you and I treat you well. And um, that was when I decided I had no business speaking to my brother in such a way. And um, I remember he was 18 at the time. But I remember when I was 17, or maybe I was 18, when I was in my teen, my late teens, my dad, um, he used to curse at us a lot because that's just how he grew up. And um, so even now he tries to curse a lot. And mm -mm, You're not going to talk to me like that. You're not going to talk to me like you don't know me. You're not going to talk to me like you don't love me. I need to speak to you in love, which is really why I stopped cursing. And um, so that's part of my journey that a lot of people don't know. That's something that was in my household. My dad used to curse a lot at us. And um, that's just one part of the story. But um, so I, I made the conscious decision after telling my dad when I was a teenager, you love me. I told him. You love me. Don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like I'm somebody you don't know. So when I found myself 10, 9 years, whatever, later, doing that to my brother, 
I said, nope, not doing this. I'm not going to speak to someone I love like I would talk to somebody in the street. So I stopped cursing. And it, it was a, a big time joke. And um, because <laughs> my friends would try to get me to curse and they would say, what'd you say? What'd you say? What's that? You say F what? And <laughs> so every once in a blue moon, I would slip up or every once in a blue moon, um, I would really, uh, really, really just go off. And uh, shout out to my ex who I was dealing with for 11 and a half years because he saw a lot of that. Um, I just would say, I need, I need to get it out. I need to get it out. I was bubbling over. And um, so I would just go off and say things the, the way things needed to be said sometimes. And um, that's a whole nother issue. Uh, Malcolm X had said the reason why people curse, and, and I was very not was, still am, a very huge fan of um, Brother Malcolm X or Baba Malcolm X, who is among our ancestors now. Um, very huge fan, and one of the things that he said was a, a, a person will curse. He said a man, but a man will curse because they don't have the language in order to speak the words that they want on their mind. And so my challenge to myself was, oh, I have a very extensive vocabulary. I'm going to utilize my words as opposed to dwelling in my emotions because that's really what draws us to curse. Either we're lacking the articulation or we are so full of emotion. That's what I found. So um, long story short, I was so full of emotion, I cursed my brother out. And so I had to turn around and apologize to him. And in apologizing to him, I wrote him an extremely long letter because I'm loquacious. <laughs> but in writing him this letter, I had to explain to him he doesn't really know me. And he doesn't know me because I, I don't talk about my story. I don't talk about my triumphs. I don't talk about my failings. I don't talk about the things that I'm truly healing from. And because people don't know what I'm healing from, they don't know my hurting places. So you, you, you can't fathom someone's journey if you don't know it. So we sometimes want to offer words and not understanding that I've never been there. If, if I've never been to the Louvre, I don't know how to appreciate the art all of the time. If, if I've never been, which I've never been, to the Eiffel Tower, if I only know, let's just say the, uh, see, I was going to say that, uh, Tracy Towers, but I think that's lost on a lot of people who are not from the Bronx. <laughs> if I know <laughs> Tracy Towers, I can't appreciate I can't appreciate the Eiffel Towers because all I know is Tracy Towers. Tracy Towers is a spot in the Bronx off of Jerome Avenue, <laughs> but that's kind of lost on people who are not from the Bronx. Tracy Towers 
in the Bronx were these high towers that uh, people live in. They're not the projects, but the, they're the projects. <laughs> it's the hood. But it gives you a different appreciation because of what you know. And, and that's what I'm saying, long story short. It gives you a different appreciation because of what you know. And I, I can't down anyone because I was, able, I was able to go to the Twin Towers before 9-11. I had been there. A lot of people had never been there. So um, Tracy, Tower, Tracy Towers wasn't it for me. I still have not been to the Eiffel Tower, but I went to the Twin Towers, which are higher than Tracy Towers. It well were, and I've even been to the uh, the Freedom Tower. I've been there. I haven't been up in it. I've been to the hotel across from it, looking at it, and I've been downstairs. Um, but it still gives me a different appreciation because I don't only have Tracy Towers to rely on for thinking about how high something is. But um, I can't look down on anyone who has only been to Tracy Towers. I can just hope that one day I get to go to the Eiffel Tower and look off of it and possibly spit because that's just who I am. Because <laughs> that stuff is funny to me because I have brothers. Um, <laughs> and in hopes that it wouldn't, you know, in, in more fun and in hopes that it would not harm someone. So it's, it's not that kind of thing. But um, going on what I was saying, you think you know the story. And so you, you have a quick fix of what someone should do. But the real issue is not looking at where they are looking at why they are. Why is something happening the way that, that it's happening? Why is someone going through what looks like a cycle and continuing to do things in a cycle? Why? Why? What is it that they're trying to get away from, trying to get to? We run the risk of um, hurting someone more when we try to judge where they are, not knowing where they've been. So you can't tell me how to heal from something you've never been through. You can't put a timeline on my healing journey because you don't know how long it took me to get to where I am. One of the things I said, I'm not going to share too, too much. And uh, this is really just a, a quick note because I've been gone for so long. Um, but one of the things that I shared with my brother is um, I have pain every day, all day. I was in a car accident in September. And I'm in pain, straight across my shoulders and um, almost halfway down my back. It hurts to turn my neck either way. 
I do not get comfortable sleeping because there's no way for me to really be comfortable sleeping. There's no way for me to truly be comfortable when I'm sitting. I am in pain all day, every day. I also live with uh, three slip discs that were never corrected. And um, some days I just applaud myself getting up, going to the bathroom, and sitting in the chair at my table, which is my spot. And I applaud myself every day because the little bit of sleep that I do get the little bit of rest that I do get, it takes a lot for me to get up. And then that pain coupled with some other issues that I have, wow, my hand is swollen, that's so freaky. Um, coupled with a couple of us other issues that I have, I applaud myself every single day. And I applaud myself because it's so much easier for me to just lie down and just stay in bed. And I don't understand disability, so I, I've never researched it, but I don't want to be disabled. I don't consider myself disabled. I have some other issues that I'm dealing with, some other health challenges. I don't want to consider myself disabled, so I'm not going to go out on disability. I'm not researching disability. But what I will do is I will take my time to do the things that other people do easily. And um, I will do what I need to do to get better. Now, if you know a better way for me to get better, I'm all for it. But the problem with that is your better way for me to get better might not work for me because you don't know my whole medical history. I can't exercise easily because of the different situations that I have going on health-wise. I can't eat differently because of different situations I have going on health-wise. So we're in your quick fix is get your butt up and get moving. Uh, about that, I can move in the way that I can move. So I try that. It might work for you, but it's not going to work for me. Because my journey is different. My healing is different. Because where I've been is different. So I want to just take a moment and, and say thank you again to my cousin Danielle because she was saying some stuff. Ooh, she was saying some stuff. She was preaching to me and I needed, I needed to hear it. But also she was just speaking life into me today and, and I needed to hear that. And um, she just called me too. I didn't even realize it. Um, Mrs. Mary Oliver Bell, giving you a quick shout out and challenging you to listen to my podcast because I'm shouting you out. 
But um, she blessed my whole life because she was a vessel and was able to answer a prayer that she didn't know was even on the table. So I thank you for that. And at the end of the day, um, there's going to be more for Mary. That's my Mary. I call her Mary Mary. And um, there's going to be more from her another day because she has a powerful story and a powerful testimony. And this whole podcast is not for my healing. It's definitely going to help with that because I've had a, an interesting journey, but it's to help someone else who is on a journey for themselves, a, a journey of self-discovery, a journey of healing. We're all on different journeys and we're all on different journeys for different reasons. I'm just trying to be a better Sam than I was before. So here's my public apology to my brother, although I did a private apology. Here's my very public apology. I am so sorry that I was unable in a moment of weakness and vulnerability and a moment of hurt to articulate correctly to you as an adult with an extensive vocabulary. I was still unable to articulate the level of hurt that I felt in the moment that what happened happened. And I ended up speaking in a way that was not only unbecoming of me, but undeserving for you. So I truly and wholeheartedly apologize to you because you did not deserve that. I appreciate you and I love you. And I hope and pray that you will accept this apology from your sister who you now know a little bit more about once you, you've read that email. So you know some of my journey, but that's not all that has happened to me. That's not all that I'm healing from. And I can't wait to see where my journey takes me because the things that I told my brother and I'm, I'm waiting for us to really sit down and, and have candid conversation. I know he was surprised. I know he was surprised because I promise you, and I thank you, Mary, I thank you, Danielle, I don't look like what I've been through. So here I go. Gotta go. This was fun. Um... I'm going to try to do another podcast. Shout out to Lovely T, who I love listening to. She is a bomb. And um, shout out to everyone who's on the journey. You know, I hope you get to where you're going to. You don't know my name. You don't know where I've gone. You don't know the people I know. You think you know. You don't know. Y'all know now. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. Take care. Until next time.